Welcome to Not Uncut. I'm Harley Anoff. I'm Alex Salzberg. And across from us right here is Goy Boy. Hello. Lashana Tova. Does that have significance that I should know about? Uh, well, today is the Jewish New Year. Uh, Lashana Tova, Harley. Lashana Tova to you as well, Alexander. Yeah, so, we don't know when this will come out. It might be like, you know, 67... 50 million by then but uh it is a new year on the jewish calendar and we are celebrating so this is the first podcast of the jewish new year is this how you typically celebrate yes so this so not uncut is uh it's it's about growing up and uh, a big part of that is growing up in the 90s and what that meant to everybody who's in their what 20s and 30s late 20s early 30s so previous generations they grew up, got like a job at a factory for 50 years, had like eight kids and just moved on with their lives. Our generation, we're just kind of fooling around. We got nothing to do. So we just think about the 90s all the time. And we miss them. And I can tell we you do. I miss them. I don't have kids. So I just look up, figure it out on YouTube instead of filling my life with the pitter patter of children. One of my favorite things to do was to watch Nickelodeon. Yeah, Nickelodeon was great. Uh, it was a weird time in the 90s when I feel like the world had... Uh, wasn't yet aware that in like 20 years it was all going to go online. So they were just doing whatever they wanted. They were putting um, the last names of kids if they were on a show. You would actually be able – because back then, you know, if you saw, oh, well, Jimmy Jimmy Rothensburg, we would not be able to find yeah. him. Now all we have to do is, you know, if you watch any shows these days with kids, they're not putting their last name. Right. Because all you have to do is Google it and then you can – I mean, uh, Congregation, if it were up to Harley – let me first admit, if it were up to me, this podcast would just be like a, a deep deconstruction of like the Jewish experience in America. So you guys should be glad Harley's here. But <laughs> if, if it were up to Harley, uh, it would just be, remember this 90s? Oh, remember every, that 90s? Every single, he, he yeah, it, if it were up to me, every single we have episode fun. would be a different uh, a different 90s yeah, show. Yeah. If you're any episode you listen to that's not about the 90s, you can send the hate mail straight to me. Cause <laughs> wait, so, so wait what was that, his what way, was that article? In the 90s now. I would love. So the thing about me that you should know is that I, if you ask me which decade I would like to be like, I mean, uh, like anything before 2000s, I think I, I, it would be really cool to be like, you know, 20s, 30s, like in the 80s, in the 90s. I mean, you want, but the thing is, I know the no, 90s. You had the 90s at the perfect time. You were a kid. Yeah, in yeah, the yeah. 90s. no, I, I would keep the 90s like that. I think it would be honestly the 80s. Because I love that's my favorite type of music. I think I would love to be a high schooler in the eighties. So you want to like age backwards, be a kid in the nineties, and then in like nineteen eighty nine turn twenty. Uh, yeah, nineteen eighty nine turn twenty, then be a kid in the nineties, and then I don't want to be a kid after two thousand though. You your your childhood is just very different. I think there's a lack of it because. You know, back then it was seven o'clock. You'd be out playing wiffle ball with people. And now you're texting people. And also like whether that's good or bad. All of know. our pants just went up like 12 inches. <laughs> We're not talking about this anymore. <laughs> you got me riled up about, you know, growing up today versus the, the 90s. What is wrong with kids today? The good old days. Yeah. This, all right. So, ladies and gentlemen, a new segment called A 30-Year-Old Man Tells You What's <laughs> Wrong With Kids Today. Kids, I don't know what's wrong with these kids today. Who can understand anything they say? So, so on today's show, uh, we're talking about Nickelodeon. So, what? I, I, going by, I don't even know if you know this about me because we sort of became friends a little later. 
But I worked on a Nickelodeon game show a couple of years ago. Which um, show? So I worked on a show called Brain Surge. The show was made in like from 2009 to 2011. Yeah. Um, but it was kind of a throwback show. They kind of brought back the 90s look, the 90s feel. Well, apparently there's a market for it. Yeah. yeah oh, it Harley, you would have loved this show and the slime. And my job, I'm an animator congregation. I, I make pictures move. It's very important. <laughs> <laughs> Someone has to do it. Someone's got to do it. Those pictures aren't going to move on their own. Um, in this show, you would be paired up with a family member and you were going against other families and you would be shown a little cartoon puzzle. They the host Jeff. We would animate him in the, in these little adventures, and then you'd have to guess the right buzz in and guess the right answer. In which position did the burrito eating Jeff land? Logging your answers. Time it's like Family Feud and Jeopardy with cartoons. Yeah, and then whoever lost would have to go down the brain drain, a giant head. You would slide out of an ear slide. Ugh. It was a giant ear. Oh, wait, that's that's actually Double Dare used to use a, a big ear, and it was an earwax thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that. they probably like pulled that out of storage. I'm sure um, that was. That looks like the same ear. But what was cool about this show is, just like on the Nickelodeon shows, yeah. shows of old, you would also get slimed. Now, in the old shows, getting slimed was kind of a punishment. On this show, I don't know why... Sliming was the reward for the family that won. That's funny. They, they really also turned the tables. Slimed. Prior to the filming of the show, we were all working on the cartoons. But there was one. There was one just wonderful day when a PA came into our office and said, a "PA is a production assistant." For those of you who don't know what that you. means, so a PA storms into the door, production assistant, and she says, "We need to test the slime machine. Does anyone want to do it?" And I am like immediately jump up from my chair and I'm like waving my hand around. I'm shy, but like. This is a dream. Country. But you're in like re- you're in regular clothes here. Yeah, we didn't. They don't have. Did they give you clothes? like a bib or a trash bag? They're looking at a picture <laughs> of us preparing to get slime. Now I'm I'm gonna shoes. Their shoes are off. Uh, congregation, we will put all these pictures on our website, notuncutpod.com. So we had to pretend we had just won the show, and we had they instructed us to pretend to dance around, and then to run over. Then above us was a man on some scaffolding with just a big tank. And just a hose that just sprays slime down on us. And he can aim the hose to make sure we all get like a little bit of his slime. (laughs) The slime. There's no good way to say it. There isn't. I know. So you are not wearing a trash bag. What is what is the slime even made out of? So it's made out of uh, vanilla pudding and green dye. So it's actually edible. Mm. And um, they sometimes had leftover vanilla pudding and it came in these giant uh, paint cans and they would put it in our break room. That's gross. With notes that that just said, eat this. Did you ever eat it? Had a bowl or two, but yeah, it was it was really interesting uh, seeing the sliming firsthand. It was I think when you're a kid, you picture the slime just sort of magically appears from like the Nickelodeon gods and, and rains down upon you. I, I feel like I feel like I did not expect pudding is a pretty thick consistency because like if you put vanilla pudding into a hose, it's not gonna that could injure somebody. <laughs> mentioned that uh all these shows not anticipating youtube put the last names of children and that actually helped your special project the past couple of weeks can you talk a little bit about your special project yeah so 
Was I, like, he was like um, Ahab level obsessed with this project. It so was really fun to watch. I am the 90s TV show correspondent on this podcast. So what I thought would be interesting is I was on YouTube and I was just, I don't know why, but I was looking at like old reruns of, of those like Nickelodeon shows. Like, What's the one with the pants? Pants? It was like I a, think they wore like pants and all of them. No, 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 it was like a camp on Awana. Oh, camp on Awana. Salute your shorts. Salute your shorts. Okay. <laughs> so that's right, so you bring mission. up a good point. So <laughs> what's that one with the pants? <laughs> so I got into this weird wormhole because that's what you, happens with me. You went down the rabbit hole. I went man. down the, the rabbit that hole. Was everyone on the internet? But like, yeah. I was like three hours of just like watching every show I could remember, and and it really was weird because I was actually I was. Alex, I was I was watching some of it with you, and I showed you some. We, we had actually a nice little date night. Yeah. We got a pizza and two pints of ice cream, and so um, I went down this wormhole and I started watching some guts episodes, which I, I love that show. And I started. Great show. I started, tell anyone who um, doesn't remember the days of Nickelodeon. Tell tell us what guts was about. It was each episode would have three kids, um, and they would be in this like. Nickelodeon made some like stadium or whatever. I'm sure it wasn't it looks nearly... like just like a gymnasium. Basically. Yeah, it was like yeah. a gymnasium and they would do obstacles. From Nickelodeon Studios in Orlando, Florida. Welcome to Guts, the action sports show that's going to make you sweat. Um, it was kind of like, I would call it like a, a kid's version of American Ninja Warrior. Exactly. Almost, but exactly. broken up into different events. Right. And a lot less difficult. Um, so well, some of the people struggle. That's very true, which we'll yeah. get to. I yeah. So it's it's three kids. They would do. I believe it was four obstacles, and then an aggro crag, which was like the main event where they'd climb up this like right. mountain and have to hit. Uh, they called it actuators, which were just like checkpoints. But right. it was like rock climbing with like fog machines. Right. pretty cool and Is this yeah like different from temple of the monkey what was that called legends of the hidden yeah. temple very different legend right. of the hidden temple was a lot more like i went to the temple of the monkey this morning for high holidays oh, there you go <laughs> <laughs> legends of the hidden temple was a lot more it seemed a lot more it was it was like more organized it yeah, but seemed you had like to hit like certain things right as you went along but but it just like seemed like the quality of the show was a lot better on legend of the hidden temple guts was, i think they had a higher budget yeah guts was basically like all right we're gonna put a, some kids in a room and they're gonna do obstacles goals and whoever yeah. wins is going to get 300 whoever comes in second is going to get 200 and whoever loses gets 100 but what what you would if you start watching multiple episodes in the same sitting like myself you start seeing that usually Are you okay man yeah. yeah usually the kid that you like so wins <laughs> he or she will consistently win the events the more athletic you were the better you did sort of thing well, i was gonna say so you don't really need guts you just need like athletic you don't prowess. need guts at all you you need athleticism uh, i think it <laughs> takes guts to like do that stuff on tv i wouldn't go on tv and do those events now yeah, i don't have the yeah, guts but... yeah that's true okay I guess um so... so so how does guts relate to your special project so what i noticed on guts as we said before is that back in the early 90s you know they would have like a segment where it's like spill your guts where the host would say two random facts about the kid but they would put their first and last right. name and when harley sees someone's personal information he just has to <laughs> jump on it. so what i thought was weird about it was like oh wow their their names are on here so i the first thing i did was i googled like guts 
kids and i saw that there's a lot of like feeds where people have also noticed the same thing and these you know, poor people put that exactly yeah. so i did my own research and i found one episode of guts because i <laughs> i started watching them and i was like i wonder like who people think was the worst contestant ever and um, he thought i want to take these people's personal information and then find the most shameful person. Well, no, it was, it was, I started Googling. I wanted, cause I had watched a few episodes. None of them were like particularly crazy. Nobody really embarrassed themselves. So I was wondering which episode are people finding like, oh, well, this person might be the worst contestant in Guts history. And I found it. So his name is Chance. And, um, yeah, he already lost points there. Yeah, Goy Boy, we showed you the episode before this. He he was awful. Yeah. He was a terrible, terrible contestant. Chance, if you're out there, we love you. Come on the show. We Oh yeah. We yeah, we 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 would love to speak to you. I'm sure yeah. that like It looks is... like you're a very successful uh realtor. Yes. Oh, he's a realtor. He is. He's yeah. like a big deal realtor down in Florida. Is he running for president? No, he's oh, not. Different realtor. Um no. so I found I found the episode that Chance was deemed the worst contestant in Guts history. It was a good episode. Yeah, it was a good episode. He was, was very riveting. He was terrible. He really just made a fool out of himself, unfortunately. Right. But in, to, in his defense, he was trying. He was. And, uh, yeah. Also, in his defense, he was a, a child. Right. <laughs> um, on on the plus spectrum of this, the, the girl who won the episode, Claudia... Um, she was really phenomenal. She was, I think, one of the best Guts contestants yeah. I've seen. Great personality, just a really nice girl, yeah. seemed like. And she really kicked ass on yeah. that show. And, you know, not uncut listeners, we have a treat for you. Uh, Claudia, the winner of the show, um, is going to be talking to us, which is incredibly exciting. Claudia from Guts on the line right now. So let's talk to Claudia. And now today's fearless players... Wearing the bewitching blue from Oak Ridge High School, Claudia the Cougar. I am at the fire station, so if we get a call, I don't know what to do. Yeah, yeah, just totally hang fine. up if you need to. Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's, <laughs> that's a lot more important. That sounds more important. So, were you a fan of Guts beforehand? Like, how did how did you find out about the audition process? I actually didn't know anything about Guts because um, it was a new TV show at the time. It was in its premiere season, and I was a. Uh, at the summer school in the ninth grade in the gym and they had little like flyers posted on the gym in the gym. So I just basically just called a flyer and auditioned. Do you remember what year that was? 1992. So you called this number and you know, what was the next step? They were just basically doing the auditions. Um, and they invited me to go to universal studios to go try out. And I didn't have a car at the time, so I just ran home and I said, hey, you know, I told my mom about it. and uh, She's like, sure, no problem. She gave me a ride and I just went to audition for the show and fortunately I was, they, I was selected to be on it. Tell me about what that experience was like and what they had you do that day. There really wasn't a whole lot of process because like I said, this was a new show at the time. So it was basically mostly a written audition. You basically told them what you like, how active you are. I was I was playing sports at the time. I mean, I was I was playing three sports at the time. I did a written audition. I don't actually remember physically trying out for the show. Were there a ton of other people your age there trying to do this, or was it pretty quiet? On that day, it was pretty quiet until I actually showed up for the show. Then it was different. How long after that audition day did you get the phone call that you were going to be on it? I would say about a month later. 
How did you feel when you got that call? Were you excited or were you like, oh yeah, that thing? I was I was totally excited, but I don't know. I had nothing to compare it to. I mean, I've seen like Double Dare and things like that. So I was like, oh, this is going to be so cool. And I was super, super shy kid. Oh, really? So, Interesting. Yes, I was very, very shy, but I was athletic. I was excited to be a part of it either way. Were you nervous to be on national television? Yeah, especially um, one of the criteria was when you're, they, you actually, after an event, it was pretty much mandatory. Like it was part of it to where you actually, they actually interview you. Tell the folks at home what the point of view was like from up there in the air. Well, I just wanted to get my jump down because on the rehearsals, I wasn't getting enough lift. And this time, I guess I pulled it off. I didn't do very well. <laughs> no, I thought part. I thought the interviews are really good, and you had to be interviewed every time because you yeah. won most of the uh, most of the obstacles. We're very surprised that you say you're shy, only because um, I don't know how recently you've watched the episode, uh, but we just watched it a few minutes ago, and, and you seemed like a very confident kid, which neither of us were. So yeah, I would have been terrified. Uh, I really appreciate that. I I was, but I was I was a little competitor. I mean, like I said, I was playing three sports at the time, so I was I was excited just to try something new. It was totally a different experience for me, but I went for it. I, I actually wish that I could have kept doing it if they kept competing and doing finals and things like that at the time. What were the three sports that you played as a kid? I, w I played soccer, softball, and volleyball from the ninth grade until I graduated. That explains how well you did in the volleyball <laughs> event. <laughs> and watch Claudia as she hits the mark up and over with both feet and the little lefty touch right over onto our little beach here on Guts, Claudia. Um, that was super <laughs> I was a little cool. freshman at a time. <laughs> so when did you watch it last? Strangely enough, about a month and a half ago. My niece, that's 24 years old, says she found it on the internet. I she said, didn't know before that? Um, she knew about it when she was a real little kid because I kept the aggro crag for <laughs> years. Like, years and years and years until it was like, got out of style you know like <laughs> oh no the aggro crag never goes out of style <laughs> once i actually got rid of the let go of the aggro crag and i gave it to my nieces i kept the, the nameplate that was you know awarded there and i kept that for a long time so they knew i was on the show and i only had a vhs version of the show when she told me she found it on the internet it was a surprise to me because i didn't know it was out there you know so my family actually got together and watched it as i'm like I could I couldn't believe it. I was like I thought I was home free, like no one would ever see it. But <laughs> seeing the feedback from my family, I was really surprised. They're so supportive, and they just thought it was super cool. So, oh, and then they ended up telling other people about it, and then oh, saying, my. "Oh, what? What's that link? What's that link on the internet?" And I'm like, "Ah, okay." <laughs> you were you were discovered, right. and and you're clearly a good sport mm -hmm. about it for talking to us as well. Because this was a brand new show, did like your whole school know about it? Did you tell all your friends? Did you you know after you filmed? I assume you had the air date. So was it this whole like big event that you were going to sit down as, you know, family and friends and watch this? I, I didn't. It was literally business as usual for me going to practice and going to a game as soon as it was over. But the experience itself for me was definitely like a timestamp for me just because I've never there's something that happened like when I went in to actually participate that day where you're competing and everything. And it, I thought it was the coolest thing ever. They offered me any sandwich I wanted to, like any, any sandwich I wanted. That, that sounds and good to me now. <laughs> like, like lunch was on them. There's somebody like following me around and they gave me a new pair of shoes. Oh, I was one of those free lunch kids that just, I, I mean, I've been working since I was 14 years old. So yeah. it's like, it was for someone to do that. Right. I was in heaven. 
Like, this is the coolest thing ever. Then I had to get some green stuff all over my shoes, and I was so upset about it. Oh, you no. know. <laughs> oh, that's so, right. And they were like little Reebok pumps at the time. I, I got to say, for me, that was like Christmas. It was awesome. I did all my athletics myself and raised money for my own. I would buy, I would collect aluminum cans to buy my shoes, you know, and to play sports. And you know what I mean? Like I would, I had just been doing that. So to have something for free and somebody's like, Oh, well, you know, you did like the acknowledgement. Oh, you have no idea. Oh, it was, it was, that was like heaven for me. So I was, I was, I was thrilled. Besides uh, the the shoes and the lunch, what was your favorite experience from filming the show? It's hard to beat the lunch because I love to eat. Do you remember what sandwich you asked for? Oh, I had a turkey roast beef sandwich. I will not forget that. <laughs> that sounds great. But then you asked me the audition process. I'm like, well, I can't really remember. Like, I remember the sandwich. <laughs> you remember that and sandwich? And I remember my shoes. <laughs> That's so do you remember funny. the other contestants? What were they like? I do remember them. There was a kid, there was a guy named Chance. Yep. And the Rampaging Red from Edgewater High School, Chance the Gator! And there's a, another, a female named Chrissy. She was a gymnast. And in the powerful purple from Orlando, Crazy Chrissy! It was really interesting how that all played out because she says, oh, everybody's expecting me to win. Everybody's telling, you know, all these things about who's going to be on her if she doesn't make it or she doesn't win and... A lot of a lot of stuff around it, I guess you would yeah. say, because they expect a lot of her because she's a gymnast. But right. I was Did they just expect like, anything of Chance. <laughs> Chance, he, he, I don't think so. From what I remember, I don't know if you've seen this. He's deemed the worst oh, contestant in Dutch history. Poor Chance. <laughs> yeah, poor guy. I think he's probably going to be one of those guys that definitely doesn't want to remember that day at ever. <laughs> Very hard to get the strength up there to oh. And he is bouncing all over the place. If you if you could say anything, we're not setting up. He's not here. But if you could say if you could yeah. say anything to Chance right now on the on the off chance, no pun intended, that he that he listens to this. Um, do you have any message you'd like to say to Chance? I say thumbs up to Chance. I mean, he went out there and and gave it a go. And I think that's 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 all the best we can hope for all of us. You know. You know, he lost most of the events. Chrissy lost some of them. Like, what was going on, like, after each event? Chrissy. Yeah, she's a little smack talker. So it was like this little competitive 14-year-old, like, oh, I got it. It's more or less her family and things like that. Chance just kind of, you know, got sad and rolled his eyes, about, like, more or less <laughs> with his performance. <laughs> So, I so I'm like, it's going to be okay. It's okay. That's so, that's so funny. So tell me a so, little. That's a politically correct thing. But I got to right. say, if I had a chance, I'd probably not want to see that video again. Yeah, yeah. I bet. I bet. Uh, I bet. Uh, so tell me tell me about that day. I walked in. It was pretty early in the morning. I believe it was a weekend day. So I walked in. And what they did is they had us practice a couple of events. It was just for the show that was being filmed for my episode. Um, there was nobody in the crowd and the person, I can't remember if it was my mom or my sister that brought me there that day, they weren't allowed into like the arena, you would say. Basically, we went out there, the volleyball thing, I think we got like one chance to try it out um, and they were still making adjustments because like, like, mind you, this is the, the launching of the show. I believe they actually, I was in the second premiere episode, I believe. So it was pretty early on. So I got to try one of the events to kind of, they'll, they're, they're adjusting the bungee cords and stuff. And that was super fun. I would say that's probably my favorite, one of my favorite parts is when you're short, that was a long way to jump. And it was, it just felt fun. Like 
I was a little daredevil anyway. So, I mean, I was just, I, I like doing whatever. But um, so some of the events you didn't, we didn't get to try. Basically, the filming was our first attempt at it. And it just went however it went. Everybody was super cool. I had somebody designated to me that kind of followed me around, asked me if I need water or a sandwich. And I tell you how I felt about that. <laughs> and I'm wearing my little new shoes. Wearing my, my new Reebok pumps. <laughs> I, was, I was happy and I was doing athletic things. So um, they were very cool about coaching us and giving us instruction. And then when it came down to um, just practicing a couple of things, that's when they bought, brought in a whole crew like um, for an audience. So it was part of Universal Studios. So I'm, sh- I'm sure they allowed admission in, you know what I mean, as far as like people waiting in line, just like you would for a ride. And then it just, it just began from there. So we probably had about an hour of rehearsals, um, but like the bicycle thing, the water thing, and one of the jumping events with the bungee cord was, was all just our first time trying it. And that, of course, the Agokag, the, that's something that is not rehearsed. Right, of course. So. Yeah, that seems like way too much cleanup to do to uh, to do a test uh, run. I know. What was Mike O'Malley and Maura Quirk like? You know, what what was your impression of them? What were they like to to be around? She was super cool. She had an awesome accent. So, and I can say Mike O'Malley would he was fast. He just talked fast, and he'll be he'll say like three things and pat you on the back, and, blah, 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 and then he's off, he's off. <laughs> he's all he's all business. Uh, I gotta say, when we were there, it was very intentional as far as what they had to accomplish. And, but yeah, so they were super cool. He was, I just remember him talking really fast, talking really fast and like, see you later. (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything you remember from that day that when you watched it later on TV, um, didn't show up on the final cut of the show? No, Um, actually just the communication between us, um, between the contestants. Um, There was a lot more, you know, talking that went on with us and, um, that we thought was going to be filmed that wasn't. Um, I didn't know Chance fell down on a bicycle. Um, <laughs> it was a really until I saw that was a rough. Face. That was a rough wipeout. Sort of a tragic. It, it was a little confusing too. I don't know how that. Uh, it didn't. Yeah, yeah, it was just wobbly, and then it just and, went down for the count. <laughs> yeah. and our final turn right here. The sack attack. No way he's going to beat it, folks. It looks. Oh, takes a digger. He's got to get back on his bike and cover the finish line. He's got to finish. Oh, yeah, there you go. He's okay. Uh, so I felt, I, I felt bad for him. So. Now, did you get to come up with your own nickname, um, Claudia the Cougar? I actually think so. It was like, <laughs> pick your favorite animal or something. And it was like a two-minute creation. It wasn't like, okay, before you come in, think of a name. You know, it was just like, here, pick a name. I, I think you <laughs> like, made a good choice. I mean, that's an intimidating uh, nickname. Yeah, I think it worked. Yeah, it's pretty funny when guys at the fire station discovered that sound on the internet and they saw it all last month. We, we were gonna... So now they're calling me the cougar oh, no. at the fire station. <laughs> and even people I don't know are calling me that. And I've been, and I gotta tell you, I've been in the fire department for 11 years. And I, I, nobody knows about that video until last month (laughs) because I I shared, I shared that like to one of my crew members that I hung out with my family and we all watched the show and they're like, Oh, what show? And so it went from there. And now it's, I I think I'm pegged for life. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. I know. (laughs) I'm like, this is so weird. So obviously when you filmed this and when it aired, it was still in the first season. So it wasn't you know, as big a deal, but was there a point in time where you were getting bombarded with people saying, Oh my God, I saw your episode or you were on this. Like, did everybody know about it or, or were you just so like, Harley wants to know how big of a stalker he should feel like for having tracked you down. (laughs) I wish that was the case. 
No, I got to say, really, the biggest reaction I've had is in this last two months that I remember. Because I just, I just went back to work and kept, you know, working and playing sports and, and just back to, back to, like, business as usual kind of thing. Do you think your experience with Guts as a memory, has, has it positively affected your life in any way, just personally? I think it's always been something that's been there. You know, I think it just kind of helped validate that I'm willing to just take a risk. You know, I went to the military after high school and did that for like eight years or so. So it's kind of always been, and I just, because I always keep wanting a challenge. I like being competitive. I like being part of a team or, you know, feeling like that, you know what I mean? Because off the camera, we kind of were kind of a team, you know, in a sense. And I would, I would, I would have totally done it again in a heartbeat. Forgive me. This is Goy Boy for getting too personal here. But if I, if I had been on Guts... You know, the first thing I would say when I meet people or go on dates would be like, hey, I'm going away. I was on Guts. Like, how fast does that come up in your conversations with people? Never. <laughs> you don't like to bring that up on no, dates? I, I would, I would literally, I, I would just, I, totally I would wear a shirt all the time so everybody knew. <laughs> I was so, so shy. I was just so shy. I never talked about it. I never, I never said anything until actually... Every now and then it comes up in conversation and then somebody goes, oh, you were on that show? And I was like, yeah. So now looking at it, I'm like, really, I can look at it and watch the video and everything. I was just, so, when I looked at it when I was a kid, I was so embarrassed. Like, I know I can do better than that because I was an athlete. I was like, I can do so much better than that, you know? <laughs> you know, so. But you still won. A little <laughs> critic back then. And, and when you got Harley's email, like, what went through your brain? I thought, I thought I was. He was going to steal my identity, actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, you'll be reassured. No, he, has, thinking, he does wait, not know how right, to do that. I totally did. I'm like, this guy has my email. He has my phone number. I'm like, be really bad. He's a little creepy. Wait, like, so nobody has, nobody's ever reached out to you about it before? No, nobody. That's, You're first. that's so funny. All right, we have a Not Uncut exclusive. Yes. Did you ever imagine you'd be on a podcast about this show? Never. You know, at the time, did you ever imagine that Guts was going to be Good. so long lasting no i i absolutely did not and i just did it like i said it would look like something to try because it was seemed exciting you know and they said you know they mentioned a couple of things of what i what i could expect you know and i was like oh that's perfect so no and i gotta say um maybe in the later seasons they called the winners back and had you know kind of finals and things like that but at the time it's so early on that wasn't established yet so had I, if I could do it again, I would totally be in that category where I would keep coming back and keep coming back. Well, so. Thank you so much. And we really appreciate that you responded to Harley's uh, phishing scam. Yeah, and, thank you. Uh, it, we're, I, yeah. I could not be more like you've literally like I can cross yeah. this off my bucket right. list. Like I, I've always wanted to, you know, like I've always <laughs> he, wanted to he talk is to He's lighting somebody. up right now. It's really adorable. I've always wanted to talk to somebody that, you know, was on. Yeah, he a, does a not want to let you off the line. I really don't. <laughs> uh, fires. You don't need to fight those fires. Um I, I gotta say, now like going through that, I kind of I'm like I wish I had some really cool stories, but I'm like, <laughs> you know, like I said, I didn't I didn't live it up, and I was just one of those kids that just I just went to school and I worked my butt off and just you know I mean I experimented with things that that sounded exciting, you know, and that was one of them, and like the military was another one. I just did it because it sounded exciting, you know what I mean? Like it was, and I've been doing that my whole life, hence my career, but. We don't want to take up any more of your time because uh, you have more important things to do at the fire station, I'm sure, than talk to us. <laughs> um, 
first and foremost, thank you for your service as a firefighter. Um, and thank you for your service as a Guts contestant entertaining us uh, during our childhood. As, as you sign off, if you had just like one one sentence to say to a kid who might be looking at their own version of a Guts audition poster and, and maybe is a little nervous and not sure if they should take a risk, what would you say to that kid? Oh, do it. I mean, the best thing to do is you're going to live through it. So, you know what I mean? You're going to finish it and you're going to still be alive. So it's almost like if, if it seems too risky, do it. Because who you, who you are for yourself after that, you, you probably won't even recognize. It takes a certain kind of something to keep the heart pumping, something everybody needs to achieve to succeed. You'll need a lot. Do you have it? Do, 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 do you have it? Do you have it? Thank you for listening to Not Uncut. We really appreciate your listenership. A couple of quick notes. Our theme song was composed by Adam Salzberg, Yes Relation. Um, we have a website, notuncutpod.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, at notuncutpod. Or email us if you have any questions, concerns, complaints. If you're mad we don't talk about the 90s or talk about it too much, notuncutpod at gmail.com. <laughs> no, uh, I'm Alex Salzberg. If you want to see animation I did, you can Google me. Um, you can Google him. Uh, thanks again for listening. This is uh, Harley Yanoff. You can find me online at harleyharrison.com. Harrison is my middle name. I am not impersonating somebody else except claudia thinks you're impersonating her if there was a show that you used to love in the 80s or 90s uh as a kid let us know even if it's not nickelodeon maybe i will be able to track them down and uh get an interview going we if you give us a list of names harley will find them i loved that abc show called dinosaurs okay but those are actors not so the mama. we're we're talking reality stuff you if you want actors stuff. all right, you said all right fine if you want if you all right fine that's a different show but all Just right get go boy one of the dinosaurs i'll get oh. i'll get charles in charge on the air <laughs> go boy thank you for running the boards doing your go boy thing that us us jews here don't know how to I do press the buttons thank you i don't i i don't mean that jews everywhere don't know how to operate audio <laughs> equipment my brother is an audio engineer i just mean these particular specific you guys Jewish people. It out. You gotta, you look at everybody, you gotta have a goy around yeah. for for really the ne- the necessities. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everyone. Lashana Tova. Lashana Tova. Hasta la vista. That is not. No, the, it's a holiday. Right. I don't know what Just say it. Say, Just say it. Lush. Say it. Say That's. Don't confuse the goy boy. Rosh Hashanah. No, it, don't. Can you say. Stop. What holiday? Can you say Baruch? No. No. You're being cruel. Say Lishanatova. It means Happy New Year. Lishanatova? Lish? Boy, boy. What that, did you just my... say? I'm just kidding. The oh. joke was that you said something insulting. Oh, did I? No. You oh. said Happy New Year. It was beautiful. <laughs> I'm tried. very touched. <laughs> <laughs>